Hi, I'm Marilyn and welcome to my Lead Your Day show. Casual chats, interviews with inspiring people and lots of teaching with an inside out approach to not just building your own business, but being the leader your world is absolutely a craving to follow. In a nutshell, I teach entrepreneurs to lead and that starts with leading your day. This is one of those episodes that is dealing with the frustrations that we feel as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as people stepping out to lead their world. It is a common one and we feel it almost at every level that we climb, every level that we've built something great. We will get this one creeping up on us. It can come from someone saying something to us, but mostly it comes from that safety valve in our heads. And it's one of those mindsets that keeps creeping up on us. We can call it resistance or imposter angels or prison guards. It's one of those legitimate fears that freezes us from visibility and from making the offer, from posting on social media or stepping up to new heights. It's a fear that sneaks up and affects us whatever level we're at. Let's be real. It is a fear. It is a fear that we are not good enough and that we'll be called out. Every now and then it comes as a surprise to me. Usually when I'm asked to speak publicly on a podcast, for example, one of these was at a Channel 7 studios in Australia, which feels like a big deal when you live in Australia. I was being interviewed by a guy that is part of the Better Homes and Gardens team and I was thinking, oh, who am I to be sitting here being interviewed by this famous architect guy? I got over it very quickly when after knowing that he'd looked at my website, scary factor, he started asking questions related to him and I realised that we all have the same fears. I've done some work with David Seitman-Garlin, who is a big deal in the online courses business world. I was over the moon to do it, but when I realised who the other coaches were and who I'd be working with, I got imposter syndrome. Yeah, just for a few minutes. It turns out they felt similar. And we went on to do some amazing work together for a while. Imposter syndrome is a fictitious lie that we believe. With imposter syndrome, it's an inward state. We think it about ourselves and people rarely think it about others. We rarely judge other people in that way, but women tend to feel it more than men. Who do you think you are comes up a lot for women. And it was not so long ago that women felt that the only way to get ahead in life was to marry well or inherit money. So we owe it to ourselves and our next generation to step up and become leaders for ourselves, probably first. We need to look at changing our neuro pathways to change this way of thinking and start to believe that we can become leaders for ourselves. We have every right to step up and share from our lives, to put our work out into the world and to make our world a better place. We have to be aware too of the pressure that our ancestors, our great-great-grandmothers and our great-great-great-grandmothers, even our grandmothers felt about their place in the world and the effect this places on us now. So of course you feel imposter syndrome, but it may not be from you. It might be inherited. 
Now, criticism also has a huge effect on our levels of feeling like an imposter. If you were raised in a family of perfectionism or one where your achievements would be picked apart regularly, you will likely feel the effects of imposter syndrome. Did you have parents that when you did your absolute best work, got a good result, you'd bring it home and they'd still find what was wrong with it? Fear of being found out is also a major factor. That is why a lot of people feel that you have to do one more course or one more qualification. Uh, And one of the most freeing statements I ever heard was from a boss who once told me, 10 years experience outweighs any qualification. And I thought, oh, wow. And it stopped me spending a lot of money on an MBA. And it's so true. When I work with someone new, I don't really care at all about their qualifications. I want to know their character. I want to know their results. Now, comparing myself to others is also a factor in feeling imposter syndrome. How many of you have compared yourself to someone in your field or someone you admire and found yourself lacking comparisonitis? Yeah, and it's crazy because, look, we're all on a unique individual path. So why do we compare? Now, the limbic system of your brain, I've talked about this before, is it's just working to keep you safe. It's working to keep you alive. And the tribe is very important for it. So if you stand out, it thinks you might be ostracized from the tribe. So if imposter syndrome is a fear, what is our brain keeping us from? Well, as I said, it's a basic instinct to keep us from being thrown out of the tribe. Now, think back to the days of early man, caveman, if you like, when you had to keep yourself alive every single day. You had to keep safe from wild animals, from hunger, the weather. You needed your tribe to survive. And if you did anything that might challenge the existing leadership structure, you were in danger of being cast out. Now, our conscious brain has long forgotten that, but our subconscious brain hasn't. It's stored there to keep us alive. And that is all part of imposter syndrome. Now, if you stand up, then you're worried that people might feel you're about to dislodge them. And so you don't want to be cast out or rejected. And quite frankly, that system still exists in society and especially in corporate. You challenge leadership Think of just think of politics. Now, can you see that imposter syndrome is just your brain doing a really great job of protecting you? Which is crazy because I'm actually here to applaud you when you step up into your leadership. So how do you deal with this conflict that goes on? First of all, self-awareness. Being aware of it is probably 99% of the way to managing it. The goal is not to get rid of imposter syndrome. It's to be aware of it. When you're aware of it, and you can sit with it and observe it. It usually dissolves. Secondly, take action and shift the feeling. So you need to have thoughts that you can reach for. For example, I only need to be one step of the people I'm serving. Wow, that is so true. One step of the people that you're serving. You don't have to be the expert anyway. And honestly, people who are too far ahead can sometimes be unrelatable. Or you could say, there are people out there who really need this. I say that to myself a lot. And that frees me from the fear of having no sales. You know, when you put something out there and you're scared, no one's going to buy. 
what I say to myself is there are people out there who really need this right now. And you could also say imposter syndrome means I really care about what I'm doing because it does. It, it shows how much you care about what you're doing. Or you could say this, good, I'm glad I'm feeling imposter syndrome because it means I'm staying humble and relatable. Seriously, a narcissist probably doesn't have that feeling. Or they have a whole lot of other fears, but that's another story. And lastly, step up and lead while accepting or seeing your fears. I love to work with people who are transparent about their fears and are shifting their feelings. So get out there and just do it. Do your great work. People react to that confidence and they also react to your vulnerability. It takes practice, but I know you can do it. Now, here's the biggest tip. Record all the times people are encouraging and complimentary about what you do. Get into the habit of screenshotting and saving all the times people have said fabulous things about you, even just a little thing and encourage what you do. So if you ever feel imposter syndrome creeping in, get them out and read them. Have a file, set up a photo folder in your albums and make the effort to transfer them into it so that you can pull them out and read them and be encouraged by it. Some of us need to go to our own websites and read the testimonials that are there. Oh, you will feel humbled, you'll feel confident and you'll feel good about yourself quickly. Some of you have let imposter syndrome become a state of being, not just a mindset issue. Fear leads to a chain of events. It leads first to a feeling, then it becomes a mood. <laughs> and if it's there longer, it becomes a state of being and then morphs with your personality. Some of you are sitting in a personal reality of imposter syndrome and you've done it to yourself. So now don't feel guilty or whip yourself more. Please don't. But come back and think about how many of your thoughts and feelings have you let fest into a mood which goes into a state of being or a state of feeling. Once you see that, you can take action to shift it because it's not your reality. Hear me now. I'm here to tell you the world needs you and what you have to offer. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.